Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Uses Better podcast, powered by Hobbs. Good morning, welcome everybody to episode two of our Uses Better podcast. Um, I hope you all managed to catch episode one, which we did a few weeks back. Um, so yeah, so in this series, we are going to be exploring what's happening in the bid world and getting people's thoughts on it really more than anything. So today I am joined by Raquel Perkins, who works for me at Hobbs, and Pippa Birch, who um, works for Pipster Technologies Solutions. One, two. Um, there you go. There we go. There we go. So um, we do the intros first. So who do I start with? Pippa, come on, let's start with you first. So um, do you want to do a quick intro to people who don't know you? Sure, yes. Um, I am Pippa Birch and I founded Pipster Solutions 10 years ago this, this month. Um, I have been a bid writer, manager for uh, over 20 years now, um, mainly in the highways and civil engineering space. Um, and I now have a lovely team of seven um uh with a with a great client base um i'm also a an apmp rapport mentor so i do quite a bit of mentoring in the um in the bidding community and i run um thursday throng and bid bites which are um one's an informal um lunchtime meeting on zoom for anybody that feels isolated or wants to connect with other bidding professionals and then bid bites which is um once a month every last friday of every month um and that's for bid professionals to come on and get a bit of peer learning and peer support from a really diverse range of people brilliant cool 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 and then obviously rack me you know each other well because we work together um okay. and you're also my my sort of co-host on all the stuff we do we use is better and so this must be a little bit unusual for you being on the other side of the fence of being asked the questions rather than asking them um yeah, it definitely so, puts me on the back foot dave i'll give you that <laughs> cool don't worry about it i'm not used to being this side of the fence either so <laughs> come on rack this, let's um let's find a bit about you and what you do for hobbs oh crikey so i have been our group engagement manager for fast approaching 12 months um which is scary because it feels like i've only been doing this job for a, for a few months i've been with hobbs um approaching eight years um, which is, again, very, very scary because it doesn't feel like I've been here that long. So I've turned into a bit of the furniture um, for my sins. And we set up together, and a lot of people will know me who's listening to this podcast probably, from I Use These Better hosting that. So we started that during COVID. Um, basically, similar to, to what Pippa's done, it's reaching out and forming an online community with alike bid professionals. We also deal with a lot of graduates and apprentices, just bringing people together, a little bit of upskilling when it comes to graphic design um, and design support, presentation support, and how to approach things, as well as engagement. Um, so that's what I've been doing when it comes to UZs Better and my role. Um, but no day's the same, Dave. <laughs> I'm like a little, little chameleon at Hobbs. That's the one. They never are the same. The same. So, the main reason why, obviously, we're doing this podcast with you two guys is um, around, obviously, the APMP conference because that's approaching. It's in a few days, more than anything. So, uh, everyone's getting a little bit nervous. Um, and from the, the point of view, really, where you know we're both up for awards, 
So obviously Hobbs are up for vendor of the year along with Pips um solutions. Um and actually Pippa, you've got another two categories in there. So yeah, hip hip are to you and well done. Um so really I, I was gonna talk about um the you know the fact that we are nominated for awards and what that means to us and actually how that sh demonstrates value more than anything. And also both you two are actually also presenting at the conference. So um, I think you're, you're not on the same time slots. I think there's about an hour difference between the two. I think you're both on day two, is it? Am I right in saying that? We are. Um, so yeah, so you know, why not do a little bit of self-promotion and say what we're gonna be talking about the conference? Because you know, it's great to give people that little bit of a heads up so the guys that are going there get an opportunity to understand what they not what flavor they're going to get when they're going talking to them now i know the two talks are very different because obviously rack you're doing one on stakeholder engagement and pippa you're doing the bid bites yeah bid bites um live and, and broadcasting from that so that'll be really exciting um so yeah so if we start off with yeah let's start off with the nominations so um Let's throw it to Pippa first, and actually, we'll, throw, we'll just have a roundtable discussion about it. Why not? So, come on, Pip, you're you're up for three. I think is it three? You're up for it was three. Yeah, um, supplier of the year against your good selves, um, and I think uh, strategic proposals as well. Yes, are they? And yes. um, con I'm up for contribution to the profession, which is um, really lovely, um, and also uh, innovation. So, and that is for our bid bites platform. So that one isn't for the company though, although it says it's pitched to solutions. As far as I'm concerned, bid bites is um, it was set up for the bidding community, and it is a bidding community prize. So if by any chance we actually win it, which will be amazing, then it's then it's a prize for everyone that has ever attended Bid Bites or read an article or or watched the recording, um, or or you know anybody that's got involved. It's it's for them really. Good, good, good. And then obviously, you know, Rack from from our point of view, mm -hmm. you know, we're going head to head with Pippa and SP around the um, the vendor of the year. So I think, I mean, I think from our point of view, it's, it is a, a badge of honour, I think, that we've been Massively. chosen. We're in, we've, we're in with some great company, aren't we? Yes. For supplier of the year. I think that's the big thing. I think because we, and Dave, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? It's ironic that we're all in the same arena, but we all approach things and the way that we tackle problems and our clients and projects are totally different from each other and I think that's a real it's something refreshing especially in the bid world um, which can be considered as quite stuffy and it's really really changed isn't it it's diversified and you've got three very similar on paper um, but the methodology behind it is um, is totally different in the way that we approach things but I'm excited and it'd be really, really lovely, the fact that we've never been considered for one of these awards, I don't think, before, have we, Dave? No, no, not at um, all. So it's the first time that, that we're we're in with the big boys as such. And, um, we've <laughs> I don't also... count myself as a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've also... Absolutely not. <laughs> the, big thing, the big thing with um, with Hobbs is, and I think a lot of people overlook it, we're a printer. We're a 53-year-old printer. Mm. Um, we print for the royal household. We carry a royal warrant. Um, and that's what we do. And where bids have been a huge passion of, of David's, especially, um, we've kind of fallen into that. And we've kind of probably about 18, COVID was the hip, hip, hurrah really for us, wasn't it, David, to, mm. to set up our online community and kind of give something back and just say thank you, which actually isn't 
and money generating um thing for us but yeah i'm excited first time i've ever been to the apmp awards and conference by the way um so yeah i'm actually privileged to, to be doing a speech and a talk um i, I think it, i think that's a good, a good point actually because i mean no, it, i mean that does a nice segue thank you rack into <laughs> the um wasn't, wasn't planned wasn't planned. No. <laughs> the, the thing is, these 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 webinars aren't planned. I mean, you know, obviously, we, we sit down and have a talk about you no know, on the spot. You no, know, we're going to do a podcast. What do we want to talk about? Well, we don't actually structure it really. We don't. We, we have a few lines. We have a few ideas where we're going. But it's actually, I mean, that's one thing I like about doing the podcast is it's a conversation. You know, it's, it's it, you you, know, you get to the meat of the bones more, I suppose, more quickly. Um, and I've completely lost my train of thought on that, but never mind. Um, yeah, so we, we got the nominations, and I think with the, um, the 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 sessions that you guys are doing, I think the real big badge of honour on that is it. You know, they've been voted for by the members. You know, they the members chose which ones they wanted to do. Now, I mean, from what I I think I heard, so I'm sure someone said there are quite a few people not get um, applied to be speakers. So. For you guys to be chosen, and actually, the members choose that must give you guys that little bit of um... pressure, Dave. Thank you. I was going to say, I was actually going to be nice and say, no, it's a bit, it's a bit, bit of pride. Um, it looked like we were going to pass out then when you were talking. It was, uh, I was thinking, this is a little bit more serious than what I was uh, first. No, not at all. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, I mean, obviously, you must take some credence like that. Pippa, from um, the fact that the guys have asked, you know, you've been doing bid bites for a while. They've asked that to be on the stage um, yeah. and do it. So it, there must be sort of a, almost it's real, a. It's real kudos and it's real um, validation for what we've been trying to do and for people to actually vote for it to, to be done because it's it's never really been done before. Um, it's uh, it's it, it is bid bites. So um, we ask people to ask answer a few questions as succinctly as possible. And we get round as many people as possible. And we've always done it on Zoom. Um, and so people can put their hands up and then I can go go around my screen, basically, which has been brilliant. Um, and the the range of people that come onto the calls from, um, you know, CEOs of companies, bid directors, bid managers, writers, coordinators, apprenticeships. Um, you, you get to have a view from from across the the, the community and we've daryl woodward and i have, have wanted to do it live for ages we applied originally to do a bpc in europe mm. and that was when that was the covid year so we did it online and it worked online because we were used to doing it online um so this is a this is going to be a real test for both of us to try and make it as engaging as it is online um we're gonna we're gonna have people speak live in the room we're gonna have some digital stuff so people can kind of type out on their phones their their views and opinions um and as always we will write it up into an article that will then be shared with the wider community that, that couldn't be there but hopefully it'll be really dynamic engaging something completely different to what you normally get at conference um and i'm really really looking forward to it basically cool cool and then you know we, we, we then go from sort of a live panel debate effectively in community gate to rack and what you're going to be um chatting around which i mean when we first put the entry in i think we were all a little bit you know how do we how do we play this sort of thing but obviously you're doing the the stakeholder engagement thing and i think it's um 
It's a bit of a curveball, isn't it, really? Because bid teams are responsible for so much that now stakeholder engagement is part of their bidding process massively, probably more now than ever before. Um, so, yeah, my talk where Pippa's going to have a lot of fun and it's going to be really like energetic, I think, and vibrant. Um, and then you've got me for 45 minutes. Um, but do you know what? We're going to be covering the, the main topics that a lot of our clients bring to me and they bring problems and issues about engaging with stakeholders, not only um, stakeholders, but team engagement, um, people that are isolated, that are working from home, how do you combat that? How do you deal with it? What's the best way to get the most out of your stakeholders? And without giving too much away, <laughs> I'm going to pretty much take everyone on a whistle-stop tour. So we're going to look at the generational impact that we've got at the moment. We're going to look at cultures, diversity. How do we approach it? Not only from um, a manager's perspective with your internal team, but how do we do it from a client's perspective with your stakeholders? Um, so engagement is a huge thing probably bigger now than it ever was pre-COVID um, because the purse strings are tighter. We know that. Uh, we've got mm. a cost of living crisis going on. But engagement doesn't have to cost you thousands. doesn't have to cost you hundreds either. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be giving some hints and tips of how I approach things, what work well and what don't work well. There's a lot to be considered as well. So we're going to run through the considerations and the processes behind getting the most out of your uh, team and stakeholder engagement. But it's something I'm super passionate about. So hopefully I can just um, engage everyone and bring them into it. But yeah, we've got quite a lot of interactivity. Um, so hopefully I've got everyone that's that slept well and no one's hung over from celebrating too much from winning loads of awards the night before. Would they be? Would they be? They said, it'll be definitely an event before if we win. I can't wait for my um, for my talk if we win and I'm going to be celebrating the night before. But yeah, so I'm going to try and keep it super fun um, and super energetic is my aim. And hopefully have something really lighthearted to get it across and have some finish the session with a great Q&A at the end. Yeah, I, th I think so. I mean, I, and I think it's... Um... I mean, I'm not sure on, on the, the sort of group dynamics that you have, Pippa, but I mean, you know, we are seeing this. We're, I think we're at a point of time where we've got, what, four generations yeah. in the industry at the moment? Um, so, you know, it's, and now, then you've got a mix of people that have started their careers pre COVID and post COVID. And it almost seems to be this, this, this line in the sand with COVID at the moment where it was what happened before and what happened after. And I picked up on that on the, on the, on the, the page of the APMP conference where they were saying that whilst we, you know, we need change. You now, change is always positive. I don't care anybody says it. You know, change is good for everybody because, you know, it gets you thinking. Um, but it's actually the one thing I thought they picked up on, which I never really thought that much about was actually the we can't forget the history um we can't forget where we've all come from and you know they made the point of fact that you know you go back 20 25 years or so maybe 30 years show me age um you know some bids were handwritten you know it's it <laughs> sounds ludicrous these days. <laughs> um but i mean i you know i remember when i first started back my career back in the early 90s um where you know there were no graphics it was 
typed up by the the, 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 the typist pool more than anything or secretaries now there was no wind themes there was no um sort of structure really more than anything so when you look at and i would sort of look at the bid industry compared to more like graphic design or or other ones that are new really you've had this amazing journey over the last 20 30 years that's leapt a, a quantum leap more than anything and i think it, it's when we when we throw into mix of that all the different generations it does sort of it's heartening that people can work together and, and actually produce this stuff and learn and develop um it's getting so the I, balance right isn't it it's the yin and yang it's it's how do you bring them together mm. um and it's the i don't want to give too much away but this is at the forefront <laughs> of my mind with it just being next week we're in a couple of days away um, when the podcast comes out but it's how you make it work yeah. and how you tie in the old with the new effortlessly so, and and that's the thing isn't it and it's how, it, it do you in, how do you include everybody in it so that's the um it's an exciting time but also for a lot of people i would imagine that they're very much out of their comfort zone because we've always done what we've always done mm -hmm. um and over the last 20 years yes there has been a lot of change but over the last three years there's been a breathtaking amount of change that has basically threw all the paperwork up in the air and the way that we've caught them and picked up those pages has totally, because our priorities change as human beings, yeah. as well as businesses um, and teams and individuals and all the rest of it that you, you go on and on about. But change is great. Um, and it's an exciting time for anybody that's willing to diversify within that remit, I guess. Does that yeah. make sense? It does. I mean, what's your sort of take on it, Pip? What do you, what do you think? Am I am I spouting rubbish or? Uh... No, you're not spouting rubbish <laughs> at all. I mean, I, I I remember the days where we used to be driving down the M4 to Cardiff um, County Hall with a with me inking in the prices into the into the bill of quantities to go and then <laughs> run up the row it at people. Um, so yeah, it's come on quite a long way since then. Um, when you talk about the last three years in some ways it feels like they haven't happened um it, it, <laughs> yeah. like we're brushing over them and we're just like starting anew um however it's 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 covid that created my team so i was um i was on my own until covid i was happy on my own i did not want staff everybody will tell you right up to the last minute of actually hiring the first one hannah um i i was saying to people but i don't want staff i don't I've, i'm not going i'm happy just writing one bit at a time um dealing with one client at a time and it's fine um but covid changed things for me and the fact that i was so used to being on my own in in my office um and i was invaded by teams <laughs> by Zoom and conference calls and where i used to go and visit a client once or twice and then i just get on with it and, and deliver it suddenly from about half past eight in the morning till six at night i was on the screen and, and i wasn't getting anything done and i found that really really hard actually um and and because of covid we weren't going anywhere we weren't doing anything so i ended up working stupid long hours seven days a week so there's nothing else to do and it couldn't it couldn't last so that was when i decided to take on one member of staff and it, then i sneezed and a few more arrived um, <laughs> um and i wouldn't change it to be honest i I, I do um 
I do prefer bid writing to business management, I have to admit, but we're doing okay. Um, clients are winning, you know, staff are happy, as you could have probably seen recently, we had our team away day. Um, Very happy, by the way. Lovely yeah. <laughs> smiles. It's so refreshing to see. Do you know what? And they're so supportive of each other. We have we're quite diverse in in um, we've got a couple of very new entrants into bidding, um, and we've also got people that have been in it a long time, and everything in between. And they're so supportive of each other. Um, it's just it's wonderful to see, and it's wonderful to see them all grow while we're doing the right things for our clients. So um, I wouldn't change it for the world now. Um, but yeah, COVID pretty much drastically flipped my life upside down or my work life. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it's me. I think that's one of the things I'm sort of looking at at conferences here is, is there's going to be um, quite a diverse selection because mm. obviously it's three years. Is it three years since the last one? 2019 so yeah yeah so it's three years since the last one so you know yes you can have the virtual ones and they did the virtual awards and this, but it, it ain't the same so. thing you can't um, hug people on the screen i'm a hugger so watch out everyone <laughs> i am i'm definitely a huge hugger and it's strange because pippa it's like i've seen your name you've seen mine mm -hmm. we've crossed paths on linkedin mm -hmm. and then when we, you finally meet on camera it's like hi and you feel like you know each other and then you'll see each other and like you said last week it's like you went and saw someone but you felt like you knew them because their name had been mentioned up multiple yeah. times and it's like it's so nice and it breaks through that that barrier doesn't it that mm. it's ta it's tangible we all like to touch and feel and hug well you say that but i think there are a few that don't so i'm going to be very conscious that i don't kind of sweep in and sweep everybody up in my <laughs> arms and i actually will ask before i do not obviously the people i've known for donkey's years they just get it in place <laughs> yeah um, yeah people that i've only met online and there's been a lot of them because obviously we started i would imagine yeah. fights in covid so mm. there's another another thing that's changed um hundreds of people that i you know i've i've I adore and I know and but it's through the screen so yeah. meeting them in, in in a real life space is I've just got to remember that I don't know them that well <laughs> yeah it's going to be do you know what it's lovely to to meet people it's a great networking excuse isn't it because everyone has different um ways of dealing with stuff and um tackling so it's going to be a great learning curve I guess for all of us that are attending to see some new faces and i know we've got some um i know a couple of really newbies that fell into bidding out of university um and they're super excited to go yeah so, and I've, got, I've got two that chose to come into bidding straight from university um and they are really looking forward to meeting people but they're also quite nervous because they've never been to a conference before you know they they um they're not quite sure what's expected of them they they have done university online and now you know suddenly they're being they're going out into the big wide world so we've actually set up um a meeting with uh, jay berridge and her team she's got quite a young team next week so that they can kind of meet similar people meet on screen um yeah. so that when they get to the conference they can kind of they can seek them out it gives them you know they, they've got a purpose then to start the ball rolling that's lovely that's really nice isn't it that is good I mean, yeah i mean it, i suppose it, it's you know in this day and age we're all sort of no, we're all learning new ways of interacting with people. So, um, I mean, I must admit, it's going to be nice to, I mean, obviously we're at the raw dinner, um, just to, you know, have people in that sort of more relaxed environment. Yes. Where it's a, just a little bit more fun. Um, and it is fun. It? It's always fun. 
it's, yes, it's always um, an interesting night. Um, and I'm really so, excited this year because I'm getting to present an award as well. Well, so, guess um, what? So's Rack. <laughs> yeah. So you know, saying, um, in a pod, isn't it? <laughs> I know it, it, it is quite this you know is, scary. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I you know we, we joked the other day and said I've got two alpha females on the call, um, <laughs> and a Dave, and a Dave. <laughs> yeah, we we actually did think of that as the title to the podcast was the two alphas and Dave. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so we, that's that's the that's the title of it, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our marketing team might have, um, might have a word about that. Um, yeah. So, what are you um, presenting? What am we I are, presenting? What are you presenting? We are. It's been changed I twice, think. believe it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I think. think... <laughs> Let me check. I, I think I'm pretty sure we're bid excellence. I think. Oh, that's is. a good award. That is a good award to excellence. win, as well, isn't it? Can I can I point out? I have got a favourite that is in there. <laughs> Sarah's Sarah's up for it, isn't she? From yes. Savills, and um, so. yeah, and. I speak to her on LinkedIn again. It's someone that I've met virtually, mm -hmm. um, but she knows her bloody stuff. She knows her stuff. Can I say that I've got a favourite Dave? Um, no. <laughs> well, I have. You don't get to choose the winner. So it's okay. I mean, I mean, to be fair, yeah, you can say because yeah, we we, yeah. Yeah, we we have no idea who's going to win it or nominate, and, and yeah, it's, I, no, I think I, it's no all idea. a closely guarded secret. I mean, I think on Friday night, where everyone was on tenterhooks. Listen, um, everyone's got a when favorite, the awards came out. Everyone's so, uh, got a favourite. So. I haven't. I don't know any of the three that are up for best newcomer. Um, I, and I wanted to sponsor that award because um, I'm really keen on new entrants into the into the bidding profession. Having two that have chosen to do it, I was on the um, intentional career path committee, um, the global one for APMP, um, and I'm you know I'm really keen to get newcomers in and then keep them engaged and for them to stay and grow within the career. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, really, really excited about that one. I think, I, 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 I think, I think you, yeah, I think you touched on a, a critical thing there, Pippa. Is you know the industry needs new blood, um, mm. and I think to be fair, when when you look at the, the you know previous conferences, there has been quite a high demographic, I think, that's um, new to bidding. Mm. Um, but I think it's like any industry, you know, we need to grow, we need to expand what we're doing, we need to get people involved. And I think the biggest challenge. Um, it's like I say, it's, I mean, you've been lucky to get two guys straight from university. Um, but I mean, obviously we got, you know, we got Emily that came with us, but they didn't know about a career in bidding oh. at university. No, it isn't talked about by careers advisors. And I think, you know, it, yes, we got the apprenticeship and obviously Emily's on the, the APMP apprenticeship scheme. Um, but we need to sort of almost drag that back a bit and start getting into the universities and sort of saying, look, this is a viable career for people. It's a, you know, when, you know, when you get experienced, it's a career that actually pays well. When we, we've all seen the wages that have been, you know, quoted by people who want bid managers, they're astronomical at the moment. Mm -hmm. And no, you don't get that straight at university, obviously, but it's something you can aspire to. Absolutely. Um, so why that isn't, talked about in schools colleges universities it's changing, it's changing. um we, we did a whole project with the icp where we created a toolkit for the chat the apmp chapters so that they could go out and talk to universities um there is currently a module that's a, a bidding module that's being um that's being used within an actual university in the south i can't remember which one isabel moritz is heading that one up um 
I'm looking at um, I'm looking at schools because I think you need to catch them early. They need to know that there's a career out there so that when they make their university choices and their A-level choices, they're thinking, oh, what, you know, what should I do? So my daughter's currently choosing what A-levels to do. I think she should go into bidding. She's a brilliant writer, um, but she doesn't want to, obviously. But she's thinking about publishing. So she's choosing her A-levels and her university courses now. And it's mm. now that we need to catch them. And it's now that we get to, need to get involved in, in, you know, careers days, in, you know, mock interviews, all that sort of stuff to get the word out there. And I think there is... Um, we need to do more to promote the profession, um, particularly across the UK, I think, because there's, yeah. apparently there's about 10,000 people that, that are in bidding in the UK. Uh, only 2,000 of them are APMP members. You know, so there's a, there's a whole a whole big, massive kind of group of people out there that, that need to start talking about this. Yeah. Cool, cool. Great. So conscious time so i'm just gonna i'm, I'm actually gonna push us on a little bit now so um we we every time i do this i throw um a comment on linkedin for people to ask us questions and you know do a bit of a mailbag um and this week josh from cushman's came through for me which is always good and he's actually given me two questions this is great so um one is we've sort of already touched on it in, in sort of he said what's the biggest differences in bidding pre and post COVID and what's going to return and what won't. So that's an, in, that's an interesting sort of um, twist on it. What do we think um, we were doing pre COVID that we're not going to come back to and what's changed? I think, um, I think the whole, everybody's got to be locked in a stuffy room for six weeks has gone. I can't um, say I I'm sorry to see that go. <laughs> I'm not sorry to see that go at all. Um, I think so much can be done online now. Yeah. Um, you know, I do have clients that I haven't met in person because they've contacted me online and we do everything online. Um, mm. I don't like it doing that. I like to go and visit my clients at least once so I can get to know them and, and eyeball them. Um, not that sounds really aggressive, but actually, you know, <laughs> in these places that I'm not an aggressive person, I promise. Give them um, a cuddle, Pippa. Give them a cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, don't, I don't get people asking me anymore to come and sit in their offices for six weeks. It just, yeah. it's almost like it's allowed, it, it's allowed people and trained people that they can communicate in other ways. They don't need to be in the same space. Lots can get done without actually having to, to be locked in that war room. Um, no, don't get me wrong, nothing beats having a massive room with a load of post-it notes around it, just to confuse us all. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's coming back in the way that it did before. I think there might no, be- I think that's- I think we're, we, it's almost like we're allowed to go and work in our own space. We've shown it can work and that's how we need to move forward. Yeah, I think you'll get back to the sort of the, almost like a hybrid model where you do a couple of days in office yeah. or a couple of days Take on site meetings, and then some review meetings and and, and at the yeah. end. But yeah, yeah. So, Rack, would you got anything you want to throw on the edge of that one? Or I mean, what's coming? What will return and what won't? Um, yeah, Pippa hit the nail on the head, centre of the bat, because uh, gone are the days of being locked in the office and also, like Pippa said, driving down that M4 inking in the prices i think that's gone because there we have seen more of a not a lot of flexibility from um a client's perspective but from a bidding perspective there's a lot more movement 
Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to that, um, when it comes to online portals, that's a great thing because the pressure of getting that bid, that hard copy bid delivered through the door in that director's hand, um, luckily has been alleviated in some instances, just to cover myself on that one. It's not every say, portals are not the nicest thing in the world, as we all know. We can spend hours talking about their failings. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is it. It's, it's, it's one of those things that I think that, Bid teams now, I think more than ever, and again, why brush? Not everybody, but mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, I definitely have that homework divide, and yeah. I think the acceptance of that. And Dave, we always laugh about um, with our clients that well, I was up at five a.m. because I had to proofread it. It's, yeah, it is, I mean, it is disappearing because clients have end users have an understanding, clients, stakeholders have that understanding that do you know what everyone's got kids to feed they've got dogs to walk they've got a gym to go to they have got a life outside of their job um so i definitely think that won't come back i don't think the stringency of you will do this by that time um has come back um but i don't think it's going to be you're not going to be chained to your desk all the time either yeah no that's fair that's fair to say and then the the other one he, he sort of um muted about was um he said what are we seeing in terms of innovation in the approach to bidding because obviously, you know, when we go back in the day and when we go back to even the early 2000s, I mean, I remember the days when a bid was moved in a seven and a half ton Luton van because it was like 200 <laughs> yeah. boxes. Um, oh, and those days, Dave, where, where you're in the boardroom and you've got like 15 massive ring binders and you're, and you're slotting everything in and then like you're halfway through, you're nearly ending it and somebody goes, oh, there's a spelling mistake. <laughs> yes. the whole lot yeah and uh, then the it, it, down and yeah yeah i mean yeah. i mean obviously us as a print company we used to love those days um yeah. <laughs> well, listen, i've always wondered how it works for, for you guys when, when you, that used you to be still get them we do, do you know what we still get those bids because again it comes back to this is a selfless plug day <laughs> a generational thing of how you engage with your clients and um we've got four generations as dave said so people communicate differently some love a portal some love some still love a hard copy submission so for us a printed submission isn't just about ticking a box from a bid perspective but it's about leaving um something that's tangible that can be grabbed felt and touched mm-hmm. and also give your bloody personality across as a as a client yeah. as, as a bid team um giving that quality submission to follow up as um handover as a we understand you and we want to show how quality our bid is now you can't do that on a portal no. um so for our perspective and it, we've seen a huge innovation with microsites mm-hmm. um websites that are set up that you can send the link over to your client and it's um a static working that they can basically click through um, and it's a fully fledged website for that client to use where the bid team will have it maybe for three months or six months and it can be regularly updated um, we tend to get absolutely fantastic feedback because if you've got someone that's just going to upload a portal base or a pdf document a microsite is mind-blowing for a client and it's super mm. innovative um, but you have things like your interactive PDF. Portals are um, a terrible, aren't they, with word count where you're going through and you're 
yeah, right, well, we don't really need that. And let's uh, look at the thesaurus and let's mix up a shorter word for that word. Or So we have noticed a hell of a lot of change with it, with microsites, interactive PDFs, um, the way that people have presented things. We do a hell of a lot on TV screens, believe it or not, little nine-inch TV screens um, when it comes to videos. Um, and again, there's probably more emphasis on free the 3d side of the business as well because client teams are trying to explain something and um, that's super super complex in a really easy way um, yeah. so the yeah. best way to do that is show them with something physical i guess um and during covid we lost that human touch mm -hmm. didn't we? Mm -hmm. we we lost the opportunity to present and to go into an interview um, and it's coming up, and I guess it's really about sticking out from the crowd. The, the crowd. So, and I, I, this is shameless plug now, but I'm glad you mentioned microsites because you lot are doing some really great work for our bid bites presentation. <laughs> so I, I know it's great. It's like seamless. This. We love that. So um, everybody that attends the bid bite session will get a card with a QR code on it, and your lovely Emily's putting this together for us. Um, she's going to put on the microsite every single bid bites that we've done since COVID so that you can go and read those articles and watch those things. Incredible. It's just a little unsustainable card, obviously. So we don't mm -hmm. want to do too much printing in this, in this world of reducing carbon, but um, it's a really useful way for people to then take the picture of the QR code and, and, um, and go and look at the bid bites on the microsite. So we're Sorry. super happy that you're doing that for us. <laughs> That's brilliant, I think it's brilliant engagement, isn't it? That's the yeah. thing. It's, it's not just ticking a box of presenting and explaining mm -hmm. in a bit, but it's also an element of showing the client how serious you are about Absolutely. this project or this this subject and it's yeah. put time and effort into it because um we all know whoever's listened to this first impressions make a huge impact don't they mm -hmm. and the way that you speak to people the way that you present yourself on social media and we all do it we all have social media presence um and also what you hand over to your client you want to be innovative you want to be cool hip funky what else do the kids say these days I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's... it's... <laughs> don't even try to go there. I've got a teenage daughter. It doesn't work. <laughs> I've got one as well. I, don't know about. Um, I think it's also interesting where it's going. Because obviously, I mean, I saw a um, an article, I think it was on APMP a few weeks, a few months back, where they're starting to talk about bidding in the metaverse. And oh, when God. I originally read it, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was hitting the desk? Milk here. We're like, no, don't. Do yeah, it. but no. I look at this and go, yo, that's fifteen years away, and then I sit back no. and think about, well, actually, where we've we come in the last twenty years, mm. and you know, you don't realize how quickly these things jump on you. Now, I'm, I don't know what bidding the metaverse is going to look like, um, and it, to be fair, it does scare the life of me a little bit um, because I'm. I don't know how the interactions are going to be. I don't know how the how it's going to work, how we're going to transmit that to a client. So I think there's, there's a whole load of questions around it. But with the generation that's coming through now, yeah. that's the, they're going to be the driving force behind it. So really, I think we should be engaging with them now to understand what tomorrow is going to be. Because if we don't, tomorrow is going to be here all too quickly. And we're going to sit there and go, Shit, what do we do now? Um, and they communicate different differently. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, and actually, the last APMP UK conference, I think it was the last one, they had, um, had Georgie from the tech show on Channel 5. She mm. came and talked to us about how the next generation are communicating. She was flashing all these words up on the screen really quickly. And um, she said any anybody of that that generation will be able to read that and and um, absorb it, whereas the rest <laughs> old folk were like, "What? What's going on?" Um, <laughs> they, they, they communicate differently. They communicate quicker. They need quick information, and I think that's the way that bidding is going to go eventually. Possibly not with the, the the public procurement, but certainly with you know um, and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I love talking to Arcadia and Sajira about things like that because they they are of that generation and they they communicate differently and they are the ones that are going to make a change to to our industry. Yeah, yeah. Change is coming. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that's you know, and that's the, the the real sort of um, the driving thing. I think behind this conference is that you know change is coming. How do we accept change? How do we adopt change? How do we make change work good for us? Work good for that's really bad English. Work well for us. Um, Sorry, it's a terrible in bidding profession to sit and go, well, I, I can't speak properly, never mind. Um, I do that, Dave. I can't speak. I can write really well, but I, you know, I don't speak great. So, really? see, look. <laughs> I know, it's cracking, cracking. Right, ladies, so um, I think that's about what's done. So, firstly, I want to wish you both the best of luck at the APMP, both with the nominations. Um, yeah, you guys and your your presentations and, and, and obviously the session pepper um thank you for coming on on and joining me today um and then yeah um i think the next we will we will be doing one post conference um i'm not sure who's going to be on that one yet but we'll find somebody to drag along kicking and screaming to um sit down with half an hour and then um yeah so once again thanks a lot thanks everybody for downloading it and i'll see you all soon thanks dave Cheers. thanks dave Bye. Bye.